Hi there, this is Scott Johnson from the Morning Stream, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Oh, it's so good to see all these people in the chat room during the thing. Yeah, you were up there on the podium sneaking into the tadpole. I know. I, He's well, a sneaky guy, ladies and gentlemen. I was running a little late this morning, and I didn't know if I could get the computer up and all that. So I'm, you know, normally I have a dedicated chat client, and uh, this morning I did not. And it was, I just need to get on the chat about thin sack. Site. Yeah, don't go through, just, just go to the full page version, and then just magnify the hell out of it for these aging eyes that, that I've got. That's right. Everything is happy in, in Tadpool Land. Yes. Hello, everybody. Akuzad, Oak Dragon. I just like saying all of your names. That's a long list of what that is. There are a ton of people. Hey, hello, everybody. Well, we've had quite a few people who are actually attending and are stuck down in Salt Lake City. Yeah, who is down at the McDonald's? Beyond the Great Wall. <laughs> and hopefully, we're hoping for around the 1 o'clock hour, they were predicting for... Opening of the road. Yeah, they've been predicting that since this morning. I get the sense that they have a fair deal of experience with it. So hopefully yeah. 1 o'clock is the, the time, and it's not like the airline when they say, we're fixing the tire, 15 more minutes. Precisely whatever the hell we feel like it. That's right. Which is really just code for, yeah, you're not going anywhere. No, get comfortable. Flight's canceled. Yeah, like you can get comfortable in an airport. Oh, so uh, what, uh, what's been the highlight so far? Let's you do know, a little have, color play-by-play. We've been having some fun. And those of you who are listening to uh, the live stream and watching the live stream, since we've taken over their audio as well, uh, if you want to hop on Skype and call the GnomeWise account, uh, you can come on in. The, the uh, G is silent. The, the GnomeWise, yes, as they say. <laughs> um, come on down, and you can ask your questions, you know, real personal-like. But you can also send them the old-fashioned way in Post the tadpole. No. Coyote Brown says, can you ask Scott if he has any tips for someone looking to improve their voice and dictation? Uh, it's been years of practice. When I was in high school and junior high, I was kind of mumbly. Although in fifth grade, my choir, choir, my uh, music teacher said, no, you're going to have a deep voice. And I did uh, through junior high and high school. But it took a long time to get the diction down. I was awfully mumbly. But I, uh, in high school, did a radio and something or other class. And the real trick... I guess the takeaway is you have to record yourself, and you have to listen back to it, and you have to, you know, identify the things you don't like about how your own voice sounds and fix them. There's no magic bullet. It's practice. The other uh, thing that can help is once you've gone through as much as you think you can do to improve your own voice and diction, um, get a get a job in radio, and then have your program get a manager, job. Have your program manager critique you. And say, oh, this is terrible. You suck when you do this. And it's it's a lot like professional sports where you have to have someone really just pointing out what you're doing wrong and then you manning up and, and owning it and changing the things that they're suggesting. So El Bacho in the tadpole asks, can you ask, what is the strangest thing you have ever been asked to say? Oh, I you know, I get... Occasionally I'll get requests to say obscene things, and I am available to say those things for a lot of money. In person? In person or on tape. The mm. on-tape ones cost a lot of money because I, I've sort of cultivated this um, nice guy image where I don't usually cuss. The tie helps. It does. I'm wearing a, 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 You're a rock white the tie. shirt with a black tie. Uh, but strangest things, it's usually nonsense words or something that means something to other people, but mean nothing else to... Like the yeah. end of the bar side, Trevenka? Or Gavul. Gavrishkin, then. Gavrishkin, then. Where do you... Are you 
find occasion in your in your regular to engage the radio voice when people aren't expecting it. Uh, I do that at parties. You know, <laughs> it's a party trick. My my uh, projection voice, which I'm doing a little bit of now, is very loud. It carries a long way. No, it works. I mean, th- you can work this room. Yeah, they're like actively pulling <laughs> your mic down. He's a little hot. He's a little hot. Yeah. But uh, th- if you're, you know, I have a nine to five job too in a, a fairly staid sort of insurance environment, so I have to sort of get measly and not project because it's an office. And if I say um, you know, the uh, the insurance premium class in the product catalog is is far too complex. It, it, not everybody not so needs much. to hear it. Not need to hit in in that mode. And it sounds a little ridiculous. Uh, so no, I, I get measly. Not our Mr. Scott Fletcher. But I, I yeah. So I do the voice at parties, and I do uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Watch been... watch the robot turn a 30-foot rocket-firing, transforming robot. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only, only need, need the edge. The edge. <laughs> Classic. See, I didn't know to, to drop two octaves into the edge. Yeah, you gotta, you got to pause. See. No, pause for effect. Got to make them and want it. And move your head away from the microwave so they don't hear you breathe. Uh, uh, uh. Doubly fun. Now we had another question from the tadpole. Keep them coming, guys. And from Avantes or Avantes? Avantes. Avantes. Would like to hire Scott. This is good. This is good. That's right, yeah. To so record I some one lines. What is the process for those out there? I started in podcasting back when Scott Johnson started out, and I had a couple little shows that I no longer do. Um, lost the passion for that. But I still do. I still have a soft spot for people who are trying to do a podcast. So if you go to www.mrscottfletcher.com, that's mrscottfletcher.com, and click on the podcast special link, there'll be a little form that you can fill out, and I don't know, it's like 15 or 20 bucks, depending on how much or how how many you want. Well, uh, I can speak as a, as a customer of yours. Back when I was working with Versus the World Productions, right. we went through this process, and it was painless, and we got more than we contracted for. <laughs> So it was a bargain at twice the price. Yeah, well, thank and you. And you, you too can have the glorious voice of Mr. Scott Fletcher right. all over your podcast. All over your podcast. In just the way you're picturing it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, non-commercial podcasts are cheap. I also do commercial work uh, for much more money. Uh, In a happy way. Let's see. Uh, Simon the German asks, single malt or bourbon? Mm-hmm. Uh, depends, on, depends on the day. Depends on the month and the season. See, I was just in Scotland in yeah. the top half of June, and I've still not managed to develop a taste for any of those. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm broken. There's something wrong with my palate. No, I don't know. It, if it doesn't taste like uh, doorknob cleaner, you're not doing it right. Oh, then maybe I'm spot on because <laughs> yeah. it tastes like ink to me. A fine, fine ink. A fine, fine vintage of ink, yes. Aged for 30 years in an oak barrel. Yeah. From Tiny Brian... The word boobies makes my son embarrassed. Please have him say hi and boobies for Malachi. For Malachi? Oh, yeah. Say hi and boobies. Hi, Malachi. Boobies. (laughs) And now he's embarrassed. (laughs) You're embarrassing the internet, Scott. Hang your head in shame. My job here is done. Belgian or German beer? I'll do Belgian any day. I like a good, funky, wild yeast Belgian any day. 
Yeah, yeah. I wanted to put a bowl out on the windowsill, catch whatever yeast they can, and brew beer with it, and it's good every damn time. Hmm. Om nom 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 nom. Just what happens to you know, be in your in your zone that day is right. what you brew with. Hey, how come so many alcohol questions? Uh, they kind of got off on that tangent on the panel there, <laughs> where apparently, according to um, Brian, the uh, worst beer in the universe was served to them at the end of that panel. Oh, the Dharma Initiative beer. Yeah. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. It's quite terrible. Will I re- ever retire? Oh, wait. Will you ever retire from voice work? From Dormy. Dormy? Um, I don't know that I ever got started in voice work, so it's hard to retire from the thing. You're over here talking in the voice, I saying, know. I'm not in voice work. I'm not in voice work. Honestly, you can trust this voice. You know what? I actually, I have, uh, you know, talking about the things we want to do, but we're too busy to do because we're doing our lives and whatnot. I imagine retiring somehow and uh, either being forced into retirement and then working at Walmart as a greeter. Hey, yeah. Kill uh, me. <laughs> whatever it is that I'm doing to, you know, wor- keep working after I'm 65, I imagine I hope to continue to do voice work even more, actually. In between fishing and that golf. That would be your retirement. I think so, yeah. That would be I'll awesome. Be I'll be the there. Problem, the problem really is I'm not in a great place in the United States for an unestablished voice actor. In order to really make it, I'd have to move to L.A. and uh, you know hook up with the Blizzard people and an agent and just be present, be there. Um, I think be I'd love part it. of that culture. Yeah, but, but, but it, that's not conducive to family so much. Mm, and it's L.A. Yeah, I hate it. You, you would have to live in Absolutely L.A. then. Absolutely hate L.A. It's not a, not a happy place. So, we uh, had, uh, in here, why all the pens in your pocket? Where's your pocket protector? I forgot my pocket protector, but I did uh, fashion one out of some note cards. See? He is the MacGyver of pocket protectors. He not only has a sultry voice, he can fashion pocket protectors from mere paper. Yes. True dat. Hello. Hello. We're being consulted. Just a moment. Our, our I'm going to talk over the top of this so you don't hear what this he's whispering. The consensus is that the, uh, the sound is a little too hot. Then we can cool that off. We're going to turn this down a little bit. Okay. Turn this. Generally in the room, you mean? No, just this one. This one right here. Hey, how come you guys in the chat room aren't complaining that yeah, it's too loud? Because uh, the AV people are saying it's too hot. Why aren't you saying it's too hot? You're our canary in a cage, and, and you just left us out to dry. <laughs> oh, that's all Shane says. They're all saying it sounds good on the stream. We all turned it down. That well, oh, okay. Well, you, <laughs> you have the power. You, you are in. You control. control the horizontal and the vertical, <laughs> and now we're revealing how old we are. But I digress. Hmm. No, I'm not touching the damn dial. Only because they specially came over here and asked us to. But I digress. This moment of silence is brought, brought to, to you by, by, with limited commercial interruption, by the following. Oh the God. following. You're you're doing Hulu. Oh uh, no, I can do that. The following is brought to you by. Do you watch Archer? I do watch Archer. H. John Benjamin oh, is the man. Gosh, he's great. Actually, every everyone who does the voice acting for Archer nails it. Oh in my, my opinion. God, Aisha Tyler. Oh God, <sighs> she's the new host of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? I don't remember that. They they're bringing Whose Line Is It Anyway back, and they are. Uh, she is replacing Drew. Drew Carey, Carey, who's too busy doing the prices. The prices, right? right. The cash. Come on down. The check is large, is what that—that's all called. (laughs) I'll do this until the end of time because oh my god, I'm so happy for Drew Carey. I mean, it's such a great gig. Yeah, and he nails. I mean, he he brings a lot to it. He's—he's incredibly funny as he always is. Yeah. 
in the framework of the Price is Right. Yeah. That's not necessarily the best room in the world. It's a, t- in, it's in a tough room. So if uh, if Drew, hey Drew, are you listening to this? I'm sure you and are. And you know he is. When uh, when your announcer guy uh, decides to leave you for another woman, uh, give me a call. Oh hell's yes. I I would move to L.A. for that. Yeah. I totally would. If you could get, become the the announcer guy on The Price Is Right until you decide to retire, then I mean I need I would need that and one more gig, and I, I'd be set to live in. L.A. So then you can actually afford it. Yeah, right. The price of living there, oh my God. That's a whole other story. Okay, hi. Uh, So, meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice. Meanwhile. Who does that one? Oh, I know. It wasn't Casey Kasem. He was Robin. Right. And Shaggy. But a famous guy. Uh, I should know Meanwhile, back in the Hall of Justice. See, that's so much better. Like Maurice LaMarche kind of voice. Right. Well, he's he's doing the other guy when he does that. (laughs) That's right. I I don't know who the progenitor is, though. Um, that's so, that's a challenge I have. I have this one voice that I do, and I have a couple variations of it. No, I've, I've seen, excuse me, I've heard you do some tremendous variations. Zem Brannigan. I can do that. And, cause, and they needed, I was watching an AMA on Reddit for D- uh, David X. Cohen about the demise, the, again, the most recent demise of Futurama. Yeah. And they had always intended to try and do a whole episode of nothing but Brannigan and Kiff. And they, they, he regretted <sighs> that they never actually got around to it. It's like, that would, I would have tuned in for that one. That would rock. That would have rocked. Hey, so uh, Mal- Maleficent asks, uh, when did I and Scott Johnson start working together? I think it was 2006. Uh, I had a show that reviewed other podcasts, and he had a podcast. I think it was Extra Life Radio at the time. And I reviewed his show, and I emailed him and said, hey, I really like your show. I'm going to use some clips. And he said, oh, great. And uh, the the collaboration was born. The seed was planted. If As you will, the seed was planted. The cream was spread. <laughs> not, hey, that's another one I'm just not going to touch. Moving right along, <laughs> we had uh, Do You Do More with Kermit's voice, with the Kermit Scott the Frog voice. Uh, I do not have permission to do the Kermit voice other than Frank Oz would have words with you? I think so, if if a word would be confused that I was doing it officially. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, do, I do do the one song. Why are there so many songs? Yes. And that's all I can do legally. Right, because then, <laughs> then, then, the then we're songs. performing instead of parodying. <laughs> because and... theoretically, so many is not... The four notes, it's one note, and I can do a total of four notes. Yep. Uh, okay. uh, El Bacha says, but you can do Kermut the Toad. Kermut der Toad. Kermut the Toad. We have to do the German accents. Can yeah. you do the German accent, Scott? Und, uh, und zwei. Und yeah. zwei, ah, you can do the, the real I German. I can count to seven. <laughs> Directly to seven. What brand of uh, microphone do I use? I love the Shure SM7. Currently, I'm using an AT4040. And at this moment, he's talking to you on a Shure SM58. Sounds great. It's a happy thing. It is a great microphone. Ah, so let me do some of the uh, the standard boilerplate, uh, since you are my alpha geek for this alpha geek interview. Okay. Uh, I've got my questionnaire that I've largely stolen from, you know, inside the actor studio, but we've modified it for the uh, for the audience. So we do things like, what's your favorite gadget uh, My days? favorite gadget is the one that I rely on, the iPhone. Ah. You know, just, it is. It I is everywhere and everything. everything. Yeah, it really is. I have a business. Uh, I you know, I have a family, and this lets me run everything through it. It's crazy. And uh, what's the nerdiest thing you've ever done and been ashamed of? Nerdiest? Um, I don't know. I think in fifth grade I, I put on a leotard and danced to uh, some song from, I think it was Dancing Queen. Uh, that's not nerdy. That's just kinky. 
Yeah, it's it's quite terribly nerdy. I was a dance nerd when I was young. What is your uh, nerdiest thing you've ever done been proud of? Oh, maybe this. this maybe maybe podcasting and this in general. Nerdtacular and podcasting and internet radio and all that fun. Because yeah. in our universe, it, it's this. Let's be clear. This is really cool. You to think get, to get six hundred people together in a room and just kind of nerd out about the things we all care about. Now, this is my favorite gathering of the tribes. I yeah. mean, I do a lot of conventions during the year, and we refer to them as the gathering of the tribes. And the, to me, this one feels like the one that actually fits that description. But outside of this universe that we have created in our own image, mm-hmm. um, it's about as nerdy as you can be. I oh, tell people, yeah. where are you, so where are you going? Salt Lake City, oh, it's beautiful out there. What are you doing? I'm, I'm going to a convention. Nerd, nerd conference. Oh, what's that about? Well, we talk about video games and podcasts. Oh, really? What is that? Podcasting? I've never heard of And off it goes. We, we touched on I, that earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is this is the, the thing. From Serene Fury in the uh, Tadpool, what is your favorite voice to do? Uh, the, probably my the most comfortable one for me to do is just announcer guy. TAV. The announcer voice. Yeah. But we all let it so, so don't ever stop. I, I love it. It feels like a good workout. It feels like a runner after, you know, running a mile or two miles. It just feels great. Thank you, Internet. Dan's Modern Life reports that B.J. Ward did the voice of Meanwhile, back in the Hall of Justice. You do really good ones. It's one of my favorite ones ever. That's really good. That was, I mean, putting the Wonder Twins aside, <laughs> the cancer that they were, you know, that was my Saturday morning fix. Oh, me too. Uh, it's just, and you look back, it's so terrible. The Legion of Doom? Or what, <laughs> who what, was it? The something of it was, Doom? No, it was meanwhile it was, back at the Legion of Doom. And it was the, the, the little house thing, like Darth Vader. Raider head that came out of the swamp. Oh, I love that. actually recently went and watched Justice League Doom, where the Warner Brothers guys and the DC guys went and did a really good animated film with the Legion of Doom, and they made it awesome. Really? You would think that would be freaking impossible. And it was, if you have time and you have an interest in DC, you know, characters. And we do. Justice League Doom is one of the best recent animated features they've done. And you would think, they're doing the Legion of Doom and the Justice League. I mean, how can this possibly? It was freaking awesome. Okay. Having Nathan Fillion as Hal Jordan didn't hurt. Um, and, uh, what's her name? Claudia Black from, uh, Farscape did Cheetah. Mm. Cheetah. They, they had okay. great, great voice actors, but they, they came up with a storyline that where they had a serious and they had the head thing, the building that came out of the swamp and they, they nailed all the salient points of the Legion of Doom from Saturday Excellent. morning, but they made them into a fun, good quality movie. I would have, I would have thought that was impossible, in, but until I saw it. Okay. I'm in. Bring it on. Uh, all and, right. th- and this segment this segment brought to you by Netflix. Of course. In all of its glory, without Netflix, I would not have known Under the Red Hood or any, any of these. This is one of the weird things about the superhero movies is DC, with the help of Warner Brothers largely, is nailing it in the animated films. They're converting all their properties into movies. Mm-hmm. And we've seen the unending spiral of suck that is most of their live-action conversions. Mm-hmm. And Marvel... I can't think of any animated stuff of theirs that is really compelling, and yet all their live-action ones lately have been really damn good. Yeah. So they're they're making it, but in different arenas. But it, I really re- I rely on Netflix for my fix of all the DC Universe ones. And I'm not a DC kid. I was always always a Marvel kid, mm-hmm. and I've become more of a DC convert 
in the context of the really well-made movies. So shout out to DC and and Warner Brothers for bringing that out and bring us more. We need more okay. of that good stuff. Cool. And yeah, Jinky, the Punisher still does suck. I'm sorry. That's a hard one. They just they did it such injustice in the the two tries they made and the one that they only released overseas and has never seen the light of day here. A, it's a compelling idea with I don't know how you write a story around it. The one that has my attention is they're they're making a serious stab at making a live action Deadpool movie. Okay. It's got to be R rated, or yeah. or there's no point, because well, whenever you take a like a gritty comic book um, hero that uh, reads well on the page and is kind of a dirty, nitty-gritty, you know, a lot like Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. And you try to turn it into a movie. That one was, you know, a satire. <laughs> it had all kinds of, it was dripping with social commentary. And they jettisoned all all that part All the of goodness it, out of it. And, and had just a guy, a an animatronic duck. I know. But that's what's happening with these other ones that yeah. are really gritty. They're superficially gritty uh, with just, you know, that's all I got. No, that one guy, no, I have not seen the uh, Punisher shirt that has been released. I shall seek it on the interwebs. Okay. Well, I'm assuming you want to get some nutrition at some point. I do. I'm starving. And the clock is running, and I am also in need of vittles here, so we're going to wrap up our... Uh, Gnomewise needs food badly. badly. Scott Fletcher shot the food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys for joining us for our little uh, interstitial bit here for keeping you guys entertained while there's nothing much happening here in the main hall at uh, Nerdtacular 2013. You are and have been listening to and watching the Alpha Geek Radio coverage of Nerdtacular 2013. Check us out on the web, www.alphageekradio.com. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. We'll be back in roughly one hour for the games and media panel that I'm on. So I won't be here. But you'll see me, and you'll hear me anyway. It's awesome. We'll be back in a little while. Bye. This is John Scalzi. You are listening to Alpha Geek Radio.